Welcome to the MCA Consulting Excellence Podcast, a regular look at the latest news, trends and opinions from the UK consulting industry. In this episode, MCA CEO Alan Lehman talks to MCA President Howard Tollett and MCA Think Tank Director Paul Connolly about the Association's annual industry report, including the consulting industry's opinion on the EU referendum. Welcome to this podcast. Uh, my name is Alan Lehman, the Chief Executive of the MCA, and with me to discuss the latest MCA report on the annual performance of the UK consulting industry is Paul Connolly, uh, Director of the MCA's Think Tank, and also our special guest, Howard Tollett, President of the MCA, and also a leading consultant at IBM. Gentlemen, welcome both. Um, Paul, I'd like to perhaps start with you. Um, you've authored this report. Um, you've also overseen the collection of the data that lies behind it. Can you tell us a bit about what's special about the MCA's annual report? Well, I think the thing that's most special about it, Alan, is it's the only report of its kind that is based on authoritative data on what's actually going on within the consulting industry. There are many reports that speculate on the state of the consulting industry and other professional services. This one is actually based on what's really happening. We ask member firms to tell us what happened in terms of their fee income in the uh, preceding financial year, uh, to tell us what, which sectors they were operating in and which services they were selling in those sectors. So it's based on hard evidence. But it's also uh, leavened with commentary from senior experts uh, across our industry. Howard, our guest, was one of the people that uh, was interviewed for the report along with 12 other senior leaders. And they provide context for the hard insights. So it's a mixture of hard data, which we, we analyze and we subject to all kinds of regression analyses, but also real insight from actual practitioners of consulting who help us to interpret what that hard data means in terms of trends and how it squares with what's going on in the wider economy. Many thanks. So, Howard, perhaps I could turn to you. You are uh, one of the interviewees in the, in the report, uh, but you're also a consumer of the report. Uh, uh, so, speaking on, as it were, on behalf of the MCA member firms, what's the value of this uh, to you as you think about the future of your business? I think building on the point that, that Paul made, that whilst it is, um, a, a, if you like, a historical, a rear, rearward view of um, how we've worked, what we've focused on, what we've achieved as an industry, uh, it, it's actually those insights and those um, opinions about what happens next and, and how we can apply the past and the activities that we've engaged in, in the past in terms of our future direction. Um, it's, it's the one document that brings together the opinions and the, uh, the views, factual and um, uh, more, more subjective, of all of the leading member firms in consulting uh, in the UK. And on that basis, you know, it's very easy as a member firm individually to be a little bit sort of myopic and, and, and focused on your agenda, your strategy, what you're doing. Being able to consider that in light of this broader view and validate, potentially challenge some of the assumptions and uh, decisions that we're making that take our firms forward to the future it, it is hugely valuable and there are no better sources of that kind of uh, information and potential for challenge than this document. 
Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for that. So, Paul, let's dive into the report itself and give us a, a few headlines about what the data tells us about this year. Well, in 2015, uh, our sample of the consulting industry, the um, MCA membership, which constitutes about 60% of the industry overall, grew by around 8%, 8.05% uh, to 5.5 billion. We have uh, a workforce uh, that has grown to around 45,000, um, and around a quarter of that workforce are now uh, digital uh, consultants, continuing the trend of uh, digitization, both of the practice of consulting and the focus of consulting. Digital remains the largest service line share and has grown again. Um, overall, uh, by growing by 8%, multiples of uh, the average GDP growth across the wider economy. Consulting seems to keep up a consistent picture. It's grown by that order for the last uh, three years. But underneath that growth, we see continuing evolution. So while certain sectors and subsectors have taken a bit of a hit, like oil and gas, inevitably because of the uh, low oil price, the diversification of our industry and its ability to move towards where the client need is greatest is actually really evident in this report. So while oil and gas has shrunk, work on the nuclear industry, on sustainable industries has risen. So consulting remains light on its feet, it moves to remain relevant. And although digital has been at a share of around 25 to 28% now uh, of, the, of the consulting share, it's changing too. A few years ago, people were telling me that their focus was on frontline applications, on social media. About a year ago, they said, actually, you've got to digitize the entire enterprise. Now, uh, the interviewees were talking about artificial intelligence, cognitive learning, all kinds of new and really cutting-edge capabilities uh, that they're helping clients with. The way consulting is being done, too, is being changed, not just by digital, but by the fact that, as one of the interviewees put it, if you thought client needs were complex 20 years ago, they're much more complex now and getting more and more complex by the day. So all of our members talked about the need to provide services, advisory services, that wrap around those, con those complex needs. And sometimes that entails partnerships, the creation of ecosystems of advisory capability, either within firms or through partnerships with other firms, and perhaps even using uh, the offices of the MCA as a means of identifying partners who can work and actually work around those consulting needs. So it's a consistent picture. The industry is in good health. It continues to grow. But underneath, it grows by continuing to change. So there's an interesting theme there, isn't there? We, uh, you mentioned in the report that consulting is growing by helping others to grow. It may be that by helping others to change, it also has to change. I think that's absolutely right. So Harold, um, and you mentioned change in your interview, uh, how uh, powerful it is that the profession has change at its heart, as you express it. How do you sense now that consulting is changing in this new climate? I think it is changing quite markedly um, and the consulting industry being you know, very responsive as well as reactive and proactive in terms of, of addressing the, um, the client requirements and needs that Paul's outlined, it is having to change itself. 
Um, I think the you know the, the the business model, the delivery models, as you've suggested, you know, are uh, increasingly diverse, increasingly um, interesting, attracting new um, skills and new um, suppliers, providers of consulting services into our profession. But that also represents challenges. Um, I think we need to be um, aware of those sustaining and sustainable parts of the consulting profession that may be being, you know, not, not made sort of subordinate, but maybe less obvious and less tangible to our clients as we de deliver our services across this much wider range of digital, uh, analytical, cognitive, technical services, as well as some of the traditional areas of, of HR and, and, and wider business change. And I think there, there is a challenge for the member firms, I think there's a challenge for the MCA to, if you like, be a conscience for some of those fundamental capabilities that have made the consulting profession an extremely important and progressive uh, industry in, in, in our market and ensure that you know, we don't lose some of those fundamental skills and talents as part of this wider sort of diversification and reinvention of what consulting means for our clients and markets. Paul, did you pick up any other senses in which the consulting industry is changing at the moment? Certainly, um, the diversity of uh, the consulting industry is something that we uh, continue to pick up, not just in this report, but in other survey work, such as our uh, survey of, of young consultants. And I think your point, Alan, about the relationship between consulting's growth and the growth of the wider economy is also something that pivots on how consulting is a reflection of the wider economy. Diversity and diversification aren't just being propelled by good intentions, important though those are, they're being propelled by necessity. Uh, and some of that necessity is hard necessity. We as a, 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 a growing and successful economy have growing demands in terms of the need for labour. And it won't surprise anyone to find a chapter within this report that focuses in on the imminent uh, referendum on uh, our EU membership. It's fair to say there's very little appetite indeed for Brexit across uh, the member firms. And I think that's a reflection of the fact that they see the UK's success as being part of its international dimension, the fact that it's a, it's a member of one of the, of the largest single market in the world, and that they as consulting firms don't just benefit from that, but so do their clients, and therefore they do in turn. Yes, I was very struck in that chapter which you mentioned that uh, uh, very clear messages, not just about consulting firms and their position, access to labour, access to markets, but also about a real care for the future of clients and, uh, and a worry about, as we talk on virtually the eve of the referendum, what that could mean for future prospects for the industry. But thinking about future prospects, um, this is the MCA's 60th anniversary year. We're launching uh, our new campaign called Consulting Excellence and the new scheme called Consulting Excellence uh, next month. Howard, coming to you finally as, as president, um, We've talked about a growing industry, but also a changing industry. How do you think consulting excellence can reflect that to the, to the benefit of everyone in, in the industry and indeed the client, client base as well? Uh, I think, uh, I mean, consulting excellence, you know, it is clearly supported by the member firms and it is seen as relevant in the 
the market and you know diversification evolution of the of the consulting industry as we've described it and is, is reflected in the in, in the annual report um, I, th I think however as I've mentioned before that there are some fundamental um, skills and uh, capabilities that have underpinned the success of the profession and the ability of that profession to adapt and to respond you know, promptly and effectively to the needs of its market wherever that ends up um, um, taking us. Um, and I think as we balance, we need to strike the right balance between the ability to respond to a diversifying market with um, a, a conscience from the MCA's perspective of those skills and capabilities that have you know, underpinned our ability to add value to our, to our market and therefore um, you know, we need to get that balance right. Um, you know, the old adage, not throwing the baby out, out with the bathwater. You know, there is a very um, successful, growing, um, and a big appetite baby in there. We need to make sure that that is, um, is, is going to be sort of protected in terms of what has made, you know, the profession, um, the exciting environment to be a consultant uh, for many, many years. And I believe for many years to come. For listening to the MCA Consulting Excellence podcast. To subscribe to future episodes, you can find us on the iTunes Store and SoundCloud. For more news, trends, and opinions from the consulting industry, please visit www.mca.org.uk.